Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Doors podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Corey, and I'm here with Michelle Castle. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about should you sell your home or should you stay put mm -hmm. and see if you can maybe time the market? So, uh, Michelle, right mm -hmm. now, a lot of people are sitting on mm -hmm. a ton of equity. Mm -hmm. They probably have an interest rate that's under 4%. Mm -hmm most likely in the low threes. Mm -hmm. And they're asking themselves, is it smart for me to give that up and go buy another home or go invest this money or go do something and sell this property? Or should I stay put and mm -hmm. see if I can outsmart the real estate market and time it? <laughs> the perfect timing question. Yes. Um, yeah. So what are your thoughts on, I mean, I, I guess really we could dive into a couple different scenarios. The ultimate mm -hmm. thing is, why are you asking this question? Because everybody's different. Yeah. So what are some of the most common scenarios or reasons that people would even ask that? You know, I think, I, I think, and what I hear a lot, you know, people have bought a house in the last two, two and a half years, mm -hmm. really felt rushed right. to make a decision. I mean, they looked at a house and they had five minutes to make an offer. And so I think there, I mean, just from the conversations that I've had, there's some people that ended up buying, maybe it was the right house, but they don't really like the location or they love the location, but the house no longer fits their needs. Right. Unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that are divorcing. There's some people that are married, you know, getting married. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden they got more people that they've got to worry about. So back to the question, why are you asking? Yeah. You know, is it because you really want to make a move, but you're scared that, you know, it's going to cost you more money mm -hmm. in the house, you know, cost you more money for the house plus the rate. Yeah. So, you know, one thing we're seeing right now is there are a lot of people who are reluctant to get into the market. Mm -hmm. The past, you know, I'll call it the COVID market, you know, mm -hmm. 2021, mm -hmm. 20, first part of 2022, mm -hmm. it was almost like if you wanted to move on a whim, mm -hmm. even if you bought your house a year ago, it was mm -hmm. like, Oh, well, I've got, I've got equity. I can get a lower payment. I'm going to do it. It makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. I can get something different. Mm -hmm. But there was that aspect of you feel rushed. And now mm -hmm. people really have to stop and say, okay, if I'm moving, there has to be a really good reason, like mm -hmm. financially, mm -hmm. or maybe my living situation has mm -hmm. drastically changed mm -hmm. and people aren't just on a whim going out and shopping mm -hmm. for homes. Right. So I've always kind of referred to it as like the golden handcuffs of that low interest rate. Mm -hmm. What I've seen is people, they're not just jumping into the market like they were, mm -hmm. which is keeping, you know, those homeowners that bought that are tied to those interest rates, it's keeping inventory from coming to the market. Right. There's still a lot of demand in our North Texas area mm -hmm. and there's, there's not much to choose from. So it's, right. you know, values are staying up as well. Mm -hmm. One thing that I'm curious your thoughts on is if people do sell now and buy something else or, mm -hmm. or let's say they don't, and they're going to wait until mm -hmm. interest rates come down. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Well, I, you know, I've done the math and I can't remember exactly what the difference is. And again, you just have to run the numbers in your mm -hmm. specific scenario. So if you were to sell your house now and you leave that three or 4% interest rate, mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to pay a little bit more for the house now. Mm -hmm. However, what we have found is sellers are a lot more flexible right now right. than they have been in the past. So I'm seeing people get a better deal or they're getting a little bit more assistance. You've got all of this equity in your home. Go ahead and pay off some debt, borrow maximum amount on that house for right now 
put a little bit of money in your pocket because I really feel like that's probably smarter to kind of wait. It's just cost of everything has risen. Right. So, you know, right size your finances and go ahead and buy now because if you wait a year from now, Mm -hmm. the house is going to cost more because we're still continuing to appreciate. Mm -hmm. And I feel if you're waiting for the rates to go down, there's going to be more buyers out there. So you're likely going to have another one of those situations where you pay more for the house. Yeah. So, you know, I was doing the math the other day. If you buy a $350,000 house now, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, your, your payments are probably going to run you about 3400 bucks, 34, 3500 bucks. If you wait and buy it next year with just the average appreciation, you're going to pay $28,000 more. Mm-hmm. So I always just think temporary interest is temporary. Mm-hmm. The price that you pay for the house is permanent. Right. So if you're making a decision based on interest rates, you're looking at the wrong thing. I, I mean, agree. you're you're making a decision based on the wrong number. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I've just, the other day I was thinking about all of the wise financial decisions I've made or all of the investments that I've made in real estate. I can't remember the interest rate on a single one of them. Right. And I've been buying houses for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that important. So it's just really, again, why are you asking the question? Mm-hmm. And if you're really making a decision based on interest rate, you're thinking about the wrong thing. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head whenever we do see interest rates drop mm-hmm. and all these buyers that are on the sideline waiting for rates to drop. Mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be a lot more competition. I think it's going to push values. Mm-hmm. And especially- It'll push prices, uh, maybe not values. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not values, but prices, which- mm-hmm. You know, if enough people do it, then it'll the start affecting the yeah. values. Yeah. Right now, what and if you're a seller, obviously this may not be what you want to hear what the market's doing. But mm-hmm. if you have to sell, be strategic about it. But Absolutely. right now, buyers can get better terms than they could mm-hmm. have in the past two mm-hmm. to three years. Mm-hmm. They can get a deal that makes sense for them, and they can get a deal that makes sense for the seller, where mm-hmm. everybody can move forward and, and reach their goal. If you wait, I think it's going to be a lot of competition. I do too. And you know what? If you're a buyer, if you're a seller, you're going to win on the buy side. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. And if also, if you buy right now and you're, you're, you are extremely focused on rate when rates do drop, if they drop and you've already bought your house, then you can refinance, you can get that lower rate and it's going to drop your payment. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that, that I think people need to, Mm. And one thing we always go back to is you need to be strategic about what Mm -hmm. you're doing. You need to talk to Mm -hmm. somebody, have a plan, have a plan, talk to somebody who can help you think outside the box on Mm -hmm. that plan and Mm -hmm. look at it from a different perspective. And that's Mm -hmm. somebody like yourself or somebody like me. Absolutely. So, and I know whenever, when we talk to somebody who's thinking about selling, it's usually their first person they're talking to is Mm -hmm. a mortgage lender because they're also thinking about buying. Mm -hmm. So they want to know what that looks like on the on the buy side. You'd be surprised how many don't. They'll call us after the house is under contract and then you feel the pressure and the emotions of making fast decisions. Yeah. I know you do a really good job of saying, okay, if you're going to be selling your home, you need to be talking about what you're going to do with the money once you do sell the home. Yeah. Not everybody is thinking that far ahead. And I think that that's a big mistake. And so. they're, that's kind of on their realtor that they're working with. Like their mm-hmm. realtor should be talking about... Mm-hmm you should be running a net sheet on mm-hmm. what they're going to have in their pocket when they close. Mm-hmm. You should make sure that they're talking to a, a lender that mm-hmm. can say, here's what you qualify for. Here's mm-hmm. what this is going to look like. Mm-hmm. 
that's not stuff that you want to just leave up to chance and figure no. out at the closing table, like, oh yeah, we sold. Now what are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think even whenever the offer comes in, you've got confidence. Yes. I mean, yeah. you know how you want to negotiate the deal because you already have a plan in place. Exactly. So exactly. I think it's so smart and it, it doesn't happen as often as it should. And that's one thing I, I just appreciate working with you because you do think it through. Yeah. You think like I do. Let's put a plan in place. Do you think that people can legitimately time the market? No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if you've timed the market both on the buying and the selling side, you just got lucky. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's, I, it, it's just luck. Yeah. I, I've always felt the same way. I For every deal that I've sold that I thought I was getting, and I'm talking about my own personal, personal. real mm-hmm. estate investments, for every property I've sold, that I was like, oh, I sold at the top of the market. Mm-hmm. When I look six year or six months a year down the road, I'm like, mm-hmm. golly, I, I left, left so on, much money on the table. I if I just held it another year, uh-huh. and then, uh, but on the flip side, there, you know, it's if you don't sell, and I, I've had some situations where I'm like, well, I should have sold mm-hmm. six months ago, mm-hmm. and but I thought the values would continue to go up, and you just mm-hmm. you just never know where it's going to be. No, in in that certain cycle that you're in. So I agree. I don't think you can time no, the market. I think you have to take your scenario mm-hmm. and be strategic about it and make mm-hmm. things happen. So. There's, there's a, there's only a couple of scenarios where it's like, damn, I, I was smart. I did really well. Yeah. You know, that out of all of those transactions, everything else was just a transaction. It just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Well guys, if you are thinking about selling or buying in this market, and you want to talk to somebody, just bounce some ideas off of people, mm-hmm. get another perspective. Mm-hmm. Michelle is great about that. She's got the mortgage coach mm-hmm. software that mm-hmm. is very intuitive and can look at all different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to talk to you about what your home could sell for, how we'd strategize mm-hmm. all that. Uh, but if you have any questions, mm-hmm. uh, be sure and reach out to one of us. We'd love to help you out. I give us a, give us a like, a thumbs up, it. subscribe. Oh yeah. That's the part I was going to add. Yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. Share it with Subscribe. Make comments. Yeah, we want to hear from you. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Unlocking Doors podcast, and we'll catch you on the next episode.